Yeah, superheroes don't die. They find some weird, strange, metaphysical way to defeat death and come back to life. Anyway, kind of like that, here we are again. Your Capeless Crusaders, what's popping? What's happening? What's going on with you? How are you doing? How's your well-being, your family, your friends, your children? Your cousin that doesn't text me anymore? No, that's just rude. Okay, I'm sorry. Of the cousin. Oh, uh, yep. There we go. Missing yeah. out. Missing out on a slice of that tall, dark, not ugly. That's right. That would be me. And there's plenty to go around. Speaking of going around, what's up, everybody? This is Curtis <laughs> at Calm Down Warning at, 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 at Existential Romeo. To my left, Walk we're going water. around the table. Who's That's this? me. I'm Drew McClintock at DrewJMC on all of the uh, Twitters and Instagrams. I am David Barry at DRBarry on varying social medias. Hi, your cousins. Hi, your nieces. This is uh, Tall, Dark, Not Ugly at everything. Not joining us tonight is uh, the Jamie Burgess at we, the Jamie Burgess. The mad scientist. No, I'm going to do the same Burgess. crack he made about me. Yep. We have four of the better of the Cobus Crusaders here today. That was a long well, time we ago. We have three of them tonight, Tom. Whatever. <laughs> um, also not joining us is Anthony Steves. The Azorian one. The Azorian one. Do you like that? I, did, I recreated his Azorian one. Thing. That was pretty good. Yeah, you're welcome. So anyways, as we are back yet again, um, what, Drew, what's our uh, first topic for tonight that we're talking we about? We just go around the horn, right? First, that was our around horn. Around the oh, horn. Oh, I thought we, we, just, about what we just went around the horn. Well, we're, we're going to go around the horn again. Yeah, about what we've been reading. <laughs> Second horn. Yeah, there's two horns. Okay. Yep, what, what you've been reading this week. Are those horns horny? Or last few weeks. Well, I'll kick that off like oh. I'm Phil Dawson. What's up? Does Phil Dawson kick off or does no. he just no. kick Phil goals? Let's say he kicks off anyway. Yeah, I'm a Niners fan. Um, because sports. we were focusing on a particular story arc that we'll be talking here in a second, which I really enjoy Tom's shirt that he's wearing right now. I'm naked. I won't name it because we're going to talk more about it, but let's just say Batman came back from the dead and he was pissed. That's the story arc that I was reading. I'm just going to kind of kind of leave the rest for later because we're going to get in depth about what I read creepy what about you do i read um superior spider-man 32 uh what's up that sounds awesome it is it was um the superior spider-man line was when dr octopus took over peter parker's brain or body and brain when they did the switch they didn't switch he died and then doc found a way to take over yep uh implanted his mind inside of peter parker's kicked peter parker aside for a little while um, so it actually ended a couple months ago, and Peter Parker came back. But they are re-releasing the Superior Spider-Man line real quick um, okay. to kick off the Spider-Verse storyline that they have going on. Oh, snaps. Yep. Apparently there's this guy going through all the dimensions, killing off all the Spider-Men. Mm. Um, and Superior Spider-Man has taken it upon himself to collect them all and create a Spider-Man army. So I'm down for that. I'm really looking forward to that. They've introduced like five different Spider-Men right now. The one I like the best is this Peter Parker who had things go wrong for him. People died early in his career as Spider-Man, and uh-huh. he's pissed off. Ooh, yeah. And he, he's the angry one, and okay. he will do what needs to be done. Spider-Punisher. Like comparable to Wolverine, Spider-Bat. I was thinking. Oh. Okay. Spider-Veen. Spider-Veen. Yeah. I'm like Wolverman. really, really Wolverman. Wolf spider. Spider that, Wolverman. Yep. Wolf spider. Wolver, Wolverman. What about you, DB? What were you reading this so, week? So I'm going to try to keep this list slim for everyone's sake. I'll, I'll keep it slim for you. You can just pick one. Well, so I actually read uh, one book that I'm super interested in, uh, published by Image Comics. Go figure. Um, written, bra- the written, bra- written by uh, Mr. Remender, who is the uh, writer right now. 
for Captain America. Uh, Brian Remender? I can't remember. Anyway, uh, it's a title called Low. Um, and what it is about is apparently uh, the world has ended. We shot ourselves in the foot and ruined the environment. Mm-hmm. And we are now living underwater um, with the goal of leaving the planet and finding a new home. Um, it starts, it's focused on uh, a family who is the last line of, it's, it's almost like they're like these warriors that wore these mech suits, um, and they're the last line, that, and then they have the last suit, and the dad is going to teach his kids how to drive it, and he have to have their DNA to, to drive it, um, and they go out on a little mission, just scouting around, I guess they're, I think they're like hauling in squid or something, mm-hmm. for, I don't know if it's for food or for resource, and they get attacked by these pirates who are like, you know, psychotic underwater pirates and submarines who uh, come aboard, take the armor, um, know that they have to take DNA, so they carve out the dad's eyeball. Oh, crap. Take it with them. Take the kids, because they know they're going to need more DNA to run the the suit, and leave the parents in the submarine sinking down to the bottom. Brutal. And no idea what's going to happen next. I think number two is out. I haven't got a chance to get it yet, though, Mm -hmm. but it's the artwork on it is sick and remender is a crazy good writer okay and it's a, it's a story again it's that's the thing about image it's out there it's out it's a story i've never thought of but i'm pretty stoked for this one that's rad and that's some really good writing too yeah. with the whole like taking the kids for it's the, yeah no it, it's, 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 it, you're, you're media your, your heartstrings are me like no no his eyeball and his children <laughs> and i'm just waiting for the next issue to be like open up to him with like a badass eye patch like going after the pirates <laughs> like that's what i'm hoping that'd be for. so dope but yeah Very that's what i'm reading that's that's one of the things but i'm gonna keep it that what do you got, Tom? Um, I read a kind of a, a cluster of things. I mean, I started with Fables, but then... Welcome to my life. Yeah. I literally got to the point where they introduced Snow White, and that was it. So it was like, the, like second, the first page. It was like the second page. <laughs> <laughs> but oh um, the thing that I read a little bit earlier before assignment, um, I read... I don't know if I talked about it before, but now I'm getting to this point of the second issue of Halcyon. Or Halcyon, or... Hal- no idea. Halcyon? H A L C Y O N. Halcyon. Halcyon. Okay, there you go. Sure. Um, so, anime? pretty much. Sounds like an anime. Well, it was on Comixology. You remember how you told me about all those things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I read one of those, and it's in, you know, not a universe that we all know or are familiar with, but all these superheroes, you know, one's a military guy, one's a super speedster, one's like a celestial being. Um, they're all converging together because they're all kind of seeing this pattern that crime rate is going down to like nothing um, when it was like months ago like at 70 percent and um what they're worried about is that these multiple universes the same versions of themselves are like converging so they can try to invade their universe it's uh pretty cool i mean i've just read very short you know the two first two issues of it and uh at least the way that they're kind of setting this up or stacking it to be is going to be like pretty cool how it's going to deal with multiverses and different characters and how they're going to interact with each other and different relationships between those superheroes. So if you like those dramas, then you're definitely going to like this. Speaking of which, has anyone read the, I know it just came out, Grant Morrison's Multiversity? Multiversity. No. Nope. The one, it apparently, apparently, like, he at, I think it was, at, it was either Comic-Con or after Comic-Con, he released, like, the definitive definition of all the worlds in the oh. DC universe, like all the multiverses. I saw it, like, infographic or Yeah, whatever. all the different planets and stuff. And apparently he's he's writing a story where it's, like, on the cover, at least, there's like a character look almost looks like Iron Man, but it's got a rabbit's head and a carrot on his chest, 
and there's a Superman character who's black, and then there's yep. the Earth Two Superman. Yeah, but it, well, it's it's it, yeah, I think it's like there's they're heroes from different multiverses, basically, mm-hmm. and it's like they're focusing. But I don't know if they're gonna like cross over. I think it might just be a standalone thing on its own. I mean, it looked pretty cool, and Grant Morrison is a fantastic writer, so it's pretty rad. Well, for now, we'll save the drama for Yo Mama, and we'll move on to. <laughs> How did the you next know topic. he was gonna say that? It's because it rhymes. Yeah, because it rhymes, dude. Rhymetastic. I'm a rapper. It's a superpower, rhyming. Yeah. Or like a curse, like Etrigan. Whatever Tom just said. That was a choice. He made a choice. I thought it was because he tried to take over, but then he ended up getting to this point where he was this level of a demon where he has to rhyme. Wait, what? I don't remember. Because he tried to take over hell, but then... Who are we talking about? Etrigan the demon. Etrigan the demon. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. They canceled that story a long Uh, time ago. Poor guy. Yep. Have you seen... Speaking of canceling stories, have you seen... I know, uh, I think it's CBR, Comic Book Resources. They post um, the stories that like never were. They're, they just they post them all the time. They're the, like especially the older story arcs that were really like stupid and campy that kind of like rebooted. And some of them were just like stuff that happened that they changed. Like one of the first ones they did was the Joker dying in the first Batman issue and they brought him back. Um. But one of them it's like, do you remember the time when uh, Darkseid was uh, Darkseid was mugged? So Darkseid, the supreme badass in the DC universe, is like walking down the street and he gets he either gets mugged or carjacked. And it doesn't make any sense what? at all. And it was, it's like from one of those like 70s comics Thanos where something like Muggle. that would happen. No, there was a Thanos copter. <laughs> like Thanos the start of the Thanos copter, which is it's literally a helicopter that Thanos is flying around New York City that says Thanos copter on the side. And it's some of the stuff that at the time, at the time wow. was was totally serious. And it, But it's also the stories that they might not, it might not have necessarily been um, weird. It might have just been a story that they retconned. Like uh, gotcha. Bucky, getting a, Bucky getting killed and being replaced. Like, just stuff like that that they ended up just saying, ah, that, that didn't actually happen. Right. But some of them are hilarious. Mulligan. Mulligan. <laughs> What's next on Which, the bill? That can kind of take us into the next section. Oh, look oh at, you want to talk about, about mulligans. Retconning and mm. Retconning a whole story. Gotcha. Master of Segways, Andrew McClintic. That's a superpower. That'd be my full name. Yeah, yeah it is. is. <laughs> uh, so our reading assignment for this episode was uh, Blackest Night. Ooh. Do that again. <laughs> yeah. uh, which came out. <laughs> no. Uh, fall, fall 2009, written by uh, Jeff Johns, and mm. uh, the artist was Ivan Race. Um, Jeff Johns at the time was in charge of the whole Green Lantern series, and he brought it kind of back from the dead. He did a uh, fantastic job doing it. He did some awesome things. And no pun intended, bringing it back from the dead. Oh yeah. yeah, dang! I didn't even. If we say that. dead or bring back, it's just, I mean, <laughs> yeah. puntastic, puntacular. Um, so yeah, and now he's the chief creative officer. Chief yeah, he's he's like, he's like at the top of editor. the top. Somewhere he's I up th- there. I now. think he's similar to like uh, John Casada at Marvel, on like mm. a similar level. Okay, where, where like I don't know if he writes as much anymore as he is just like the overseer. Yeah, just executive. Uh, he still does Justice League. He still does some? Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, John, John Casada did some for a while afterwards. He, he like, pops in randomly. He'll, like, do, a, a like, a cover or something. Mm-hmm. He's de- definitely doing some executive stuff, because I saw his name in the um, the Flash credits. Oh, yeah. He was there for, like, consultation stuff. Oh, yeah. That would be so awesome. awesome. He, did, he directed an episode of Smallville. That would be so awesome. Nice. Just be like, hey, so we're filming all these movies, so your job is to just come in and make sure we're sticking to the books. Like, I would love that job. Just be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yes, we are. Bring it back. Right. Um, so uh, what it was, it was a whole DC Universe event. Um, this was old DC. 
so we'll have to make sure we get our stuff. The old universe. Correct. Yep. Not new 52 DC. Um, where what happens is that uh, this is post the War of Light. So this is where we're starting to learn about all the new different colored lanterns. It used to be just green. Then there was a yellow one. Um, and now there's colors for the whole rainbow. They even talk about that in the issue yeah, in the zero. Everyone knows about the colors. Um, the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Roy G. Biv. Yeah. yeah. Roy G. Biv. Um, but they introduce in the first few, or in the first issue, whatever, um, black lanterns, which is really cool, I think, the way they introduce them, like the swarm of rings flying through space. Sounding like flies. Sounding yep. like flies. Like a plague. All, mm. plague. All going after flesh. Yep. Um, where was I? Yeah. Black so. lantern rings. And what they do is black lantern rings attach to the uh, body of a f- dead person, bring them back to life. Not necessarily back to life, but... Resurrected. Resurrect them. They yeah. use the corpse. Walking dead. Mm. They, they use like, the Maybe. memories in the corpse. Yep. Like, to, like you, uh, they put it on there. They're wearing the bodies. Yeah. The bodies aren't wearing the rings. Correct. Um, the rings are wearing the body um, to get everybody around them to emote some kind of emotion Mission. usually one of those seven main emotions that the Anger, rings represent love or yep Compassion. you know none um, of them showed will I, I remember them none of them showed will most of them were like hope fear love and anger well i mean which honestly which you know which person is going to come back from the dead and make you show great willpower well they still i think it was in some of the um tie-ins where they had some people come across as okay. will where their emotion changes mm-hmm. um after something they're right doing. right something might force their hand probably red yep. robin Thinking that Bruce is not dead. Maybe. No one cares. I don't okay, I'm just one. saying. That was like in the beginning of the first issue. I well. read them all back 2009, 2010. It's been a few years. So I don't remember. <laughs> we just read the, the eight main issues for Blackest Night. Um, who else wants to chime in? With well, oh, it, it wasn't, and it wasn't just people that uh, that were dead at the time. It was also people that um, had been had dead. had died at some point in time because the right. rings were chasing uh, Hal and. Uh, Barry. Mm-hmm. Once, for, once, they, once they got enough power and enough emotional reaction, they were able to go after the resurrected yeah, superheroes. Who yeah, because they back. got Superman as well as Wonder, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Too. Like, they got the Kid Flash. Green Connor. Arrow, Green Arrow. Um, yep. Superboy. Yeah, Kurt Connor. Or, uh, Connor Kent. Connor Kent, sorry. Connor Kent. Superboy. 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 Yep. Um, so, I mean, it starts out with um, Barry and uh, Hal at Bruce Wayne's... Uh, Tombstone after he dies after the events with Darkseid and after that pretty much Black Hand comes in and starts bringing all these black rings and starts resurrecting everyone um, Barry he doesn't remember who died or he just he recently came back so he how's filling him in on everyone who died that was oh, that was hard yeah when he asked him he's like he's like who because it was who all died because the whole thing is it, it happens and they pick up of course a very emotional day for it to happen the whole thing is there's a there's a cell there used to be the morning there's a day that Superman died, died. and there's a day of mourning then it turned into a day of mourning because for came Coast back. City, for Coast City, but also for all heroes who who had fallen in the line of duty for the people they weren't able to save. There's been a lot, exactly, and it, and it shows all the different graveyards. It shows the grave, the you know Valhalla Cemetery where they have all the heroes, but it shows the Rogues graveyard where all the Flash's Rogues where they bury their and the cool uh, contrast compatriots. The cool contrast was that was uh, one character said, "Look how many people showed up," and then the other character says, "Look how many people we've lost." Yeah, yeah. Um, one scene they're at the Hall of Justice. You see all the rogues in there, and Barry just says, "So catch me up. Who's all died so far?" And then Hal just kind of just shows a construct of everyone that's died. Uh, didn't he make? Did he? Didn't he make mention it'd be easier for for me to tell you who's still alive? 
Yeah, I think he. I think he made a comment to that effect. Like, It'd be easier there's, to tell we've you lost so many of died. us. Yeah, to, to <laughs> catch you guys up, like uh, John Jones, Martian Manhunter, Aquaman, um, Kid Black Adam. Uh, who else Kid is Black? Like Black Adam Junior. No, there was the, a, there was a, the 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 thing is it was a Elastic lot of people. Man. Elastic Man. Um, the the question. It was a lot of people who um, had been replaced at that point. Like, cause that's that's one Hawk of the and other, Dove. Well, because that's one of the other Firestorm. There's um at when when the Black Lanterns start going after people. Like, there's the comment that guy who uh, who's talking to Lex Luthor, and he says, "I just watched." the the old Dr. Polaris oh, right. punch the heart out of the new Dr. Polaris kind of yeah. a thing. Like so many people had been replaced at that point, yeah. which creates the emotional tie as well. Like you took over a mantle, took over something else, and that creates that emotional tether. And as soon as they have that emotional tether, rip out the heart, they get more power, I think it's creepy. And it's cool because, I mean, they kind of make a nod to the audience where like dying and coming back to the dead has been a thing in the comic books, you know, me- mechanism. Uh, so later on, the story continues to where all these characters are getting revived. Uh, the Guardians at OR are seeing this happen, and they're freaking out. Um, Barry and Hal are like running for their lives from all this zombie Black Lantern horde. And uh, the Indigo Lanterns come in and save uh, them pretty much from getting killed and kind of discuss a little bit what happens. Um, they end up teleporting Hal away, and you don't see him for like another two yeah, no, that's 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 my that's my gripe with it is it goes from one issue to the next and at the end of the issue it's like all right we have to hold down the fort and the fort is Earth we have to keep the Black Lanterns busy and this until is, Hal and the you know Rainbow Bright collection can figure out how to stop the and this is Mira who Aquaman's wife this is Ray Palmer the Atom and Barry and Barry. Firestorm no no Fire, was, Firestorm no Firestorm gets he already gets killed well. She gets killed. He gets forced into Ronnie's mind and is forced to do all his bidding. Yeah, so it's, it's a three. Oh yeah, because he says like, if it's like you have to be Superman, you have to be Wonder Woman. He says that too. Yeah, yeah. Because you're, you're Superman and Wonder Woman right now because we don't have them. Yeah. Um. And but and, but who is he? He's, he's the, the Flash. Flash. Exactly. <laughs> That's I love that. But that was my biggest gripe was that in it, it, they didn't explain in between because basically the end of it, it one of one. I mean, if you read the tie-ins, you saw the why this happened. But it's almost like a lot of the thing about a lot of trades when it comes to the stories is you don't need to read the tie-ins. You get the majority of the story. You didn't get all of a sudden Hal Jordan's gone with the Indigo tribe, and the next issue it's they're all he's chilling with they're everyone. they're all in space sector six 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 looking for Black the, the Black Lantern and the Anti Monitor and all that, and it's just him with Sinestro Atrocitus and Star Sapphire Star Sapphire um, Saint, Saint Walker, Walker. Larfleas. We're gonna name all of them, baby. We're they're all there, all and it's and it's just like they're they're mortal enemies, and we have no idea why they're all together. Like we, it, we it, it, there's a little bit of explanation. I, yeah, they they did slightly talk about how we have to band together because if we don't, there won't be an existence right. for any of us. Exactly. So, but but it was it was like hair thin. Yeah. Like the how quickly they strung together the explanation of why they're all there in Sector Six 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 now, and then they all find out that they don't need to be in Sector Six 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 because but everything guess, has been transported to Earth. So if you're reading the main issues, would you want to see that? Like, okay, we know as the audience, why do we want to see them talk about it? Because the how are you gonna Sinestro and Hal Jordan like working together? You want to know why those two guys are together? Like they hate each other. Like Atrocitus hates all of them. I'm just saying the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So I mean, like that. Yeah, but it's not. It's not assumed. I mean, at the the same the same time, all of the all of the cores all come flying at one point too, and they're all just like, "Hey, we're all here. Why are we all here? Yay!" Right. 
Well, so it continues off where the the leaders of their cores are trying to find the Black Lantern, and all this crap's going on in uh, on Earth, and it seems pretty much like the center point. And you know, Martian Manhunter, you know, Aquaman are all attacking everywhere in Coast City, and then out of nowhere, Superman and the entire Calvary start coming in and start fighting. They think they were doing all fine, and then the big twist that uh, Curtis kind of mentioned uh, earlier in the episode, in this episode, he said that um, Black Hand comes out of nowhere and has. Um, Batman arrive. Uh, Batman rise. Yeah, he, he he's in the beginning of the issue. In the beginning of the, the arc, he digs up the skull of Bruce Wayne, and he has that with him. He, he licks it. It was kind of digs weird. up a skull. A skull. It's that not we, that, that was he, buried. That supposedly Spoiler alert! Wayne's. It's not Batman. Spoiler alert! He's time traveling. Yes. So when he got hit with the Omega Beam, Stupid he's in arc. out of nowhere. Savage Spoiler yeah. alert! I need to find out why a Batman rise because I did not find that out yet. It, it, I, I think it was a clone of Batman because Darkseid was trying to make a clone of Batman. Yep, or gotcha. an, a Batman army. Yep. Okay. Um, so they put the clone. They buried the clone, which is why it wasn't really Bruce Wayne Got Batman. It was just a Batman. Okay. But I knew he was time traveling, but I didn't know how they were going to explain. They explained it in the what it, Bruce Wayne the whatever, return remember road home or something. Oh, oh okay. The yeah. R.I.P. Yep. One okay. It's, this is during the Battle of the Cal and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Which is why none of them are there, which is annoying. Yeah. But um, so the shirt that uh Curtis commented on that I'm wearing has a Batman resurrected, spitting out black rings, and at this point the emotional tether is so strong that they can actually possess or wear living superheroes that who have been resurrected, and so uh, Superman, Kurt Connor, blah blah blah, everyone mentioned. Connor, Connor Kent. Connor Kent. <laughs> You're welcome. Freaking lizard. <laughs> yeah, I know it's stuck in my head. The lizard came back, right? But yeah, right. no, and that that was that was uh... at this point, like, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, keep going. I was going at this point. John Stewart's coming in, and there's more. He, they say like there's more Black Lanterns than there are actual people on Earth. And but there's no no one no one is aware that there's billions of lanterns because who is there but dead resurrected radio wave one oh, a, yeah. a useless. <laughs> Oh, yeah. A useless character has been bouncing the signals, so no one knows that the Black Lantern's guy. It's like, what, what, why? <laughs> just because. That was kind of funny. I was pretty... no, that was awesome. It's just well, like, hey, we're going to bring in this character who sucks. Like, one of the other funny things was, like, LaFarcy is getting smashed into his own Lantern power level. Because, like, yeah. so they do the whole, like, Power Ranger thing where it's like, you know, green, yellow, green. Power, power level 100, power level 100. And then all of a sudden, LaFarcy's power 100,000. It was just, like, 100, ridiculous. Because Larflees is greedy and... Has the entire the core. core, yeah. He is the core. Um, so it ends off with uh, the entire lan- all the lanterns from all the cores are fighting on Earth and fighting the Black Lanterns. Then finally Necron, uh, who gets Rise. who gets revealed uh, to be like the head leader of the Black Lanterns, opens up the Black Lantern core and the entity, which is uh, in the Zero issue, right? That's when they explained it. That f- at first there was darkness, then there was oh. light, then there was the war between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, the entity gave life to all things. The trespasser. Yeah, yep. Necron calls him the trespasser. That's his name. That's his name. Okay, yep. whatever. And that's and that's the but secret. The, gave, you see the, the no gave life to um, all things on Earth. On th- oh yeah. So Earth, Earth was the beginning of life, where Guardians had been claiming that whatever planet they came from yeah. was where life originated. Oa. And that's their that's their lie. Not Oa. Oh, it's not Oa. Oa is their base. Okay. Whatever. I can't remember what planet they started on. Yeah. Um, but that's the lie that Necron wanted to expose of and, the Guardians. And this is where like the big you know, climax comes in where Sinestro comes in saying, like, you know, you just did this to approve your authority to lie about it, like how you buried Abin Sur, and he ends up claiming the Traspester's power and embodying the entire White Lantern core power thing and fighting against Necron toe to toe. Sucks. 
And everyone's just like, okay, well, whatever. We're going to see how this works Good out. Luck, Sinestro. And then he gets his, you know, <coughs> butt handed to him. And um, then Hal Jordan rallies everyone up and brings them all out to become he, the white he, bas- he basically shows that it's, it wasn't, it's not that they defeated death. None of them defeated death, but they chose life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So by choosing life, and he when he makes that connection and he bonds with the entity, he creates the White Lantern Corps, and it immediately severs the black rings off of everybody and makes everyone who died and was resurrected, who chose life, become the White Lantern Corps, with white being life. Which is is it? Which I would like to point out that uh, the rings. Here. The rings all are emotions. Death and life are not emotions. Very true. <laughs> well, these are those are the two concepts that started the rings. Shut up! Doesn't change the fact that they're not emotions. Yeah, those are stages. There you go. But what are the emotions you feel before and after that stuff? Uh, you don't. Or you can think that white light is all of the emotions put together. So life is all of the emotions. Death is none of the, the absence of them. Mm. There you go. Which I like fine. that, Drew. Boom. Colors. Colors. Yin Color. and yang. Colors, bro. No. Um, we live in the gray, though, don't we, guys? Always. That's, a, that's a reference lanterns. that we don't have to talk about right now. <laughs> weird. It would be. Yeah. And then the, so the White Lantern Corps. Then the, the biggest thing is that they, have, they, they find out that it's not Necron that they need to defeat. Because Necron, every time, when they, the one time they destroy Necron... Immediately, yeah, another body, another Black Lantern picks up the scythe and becomes Necron. Mm-hmm. And they realize that it's not about that. It's the connection is Black Hand. Um, and Black Hand, they basically have to make Black Hand live. And using the power of the White Lantern, they resurrect Black Hand and bring him back to life. And that severs the connection to Necron, breaks all the Black Lantern rings. And then who oh. busts out of the Black Lantern? The Anti-Monitor. And then pretty much just owns Necron. Well, the, no, no. The Anti-Monitor... Necron owns the Anti-Monitor. Does he? I thought he Anti-Monitor com- he, was no, like, boom. No, the Anti-Monitor comes out, blasts him with his beam, and then Necron's just like, you know what? Actually, get, get the hell out of here. Yeah. And blows away the Anti-Monitor. Um, they, they, sends they, him back. They realize sends him back to his own planet. Exactly. Yeah. They realize it's not about that. It's about severing the connection between Necron and Black Hand. Boom. And then at the end of it all... Um, so the real cool thing, or at least the big final shahazah was... Um, so shahazah. That's shahazah. Throughout the entire comic, um, different characters were getting the Black Lantern rings, and they would name them like who they were. So Arthur Curry, or you know whatever, and then they would say Rise. And um, with the white, uh, with the white rings now, white rings, white rings, with the white rings now, uh, everyone who died, um, they would na- state their name again, and they would say Live. And then there was this big splash panel. That's what you call it. Yep, splash panel, Spl- splash page, splash of, page. of yep. all the people that came, of everyone back. that came back it wasn't, to life. There, yeah. It wasn't all the people that died. Oh yeah, it was just yeah, like a no, it was just a handful, which which we'll it, talk about. And yeah, they were all brought back for some <clears throat> reason. Yeah, and I, I never read Brightest Day, so I never got to see why those people came back, and I didn't care. I didn't. I don't know why either. <laughs> well, it was it was it was really random. The people who came back, like Hawkman and Hawkgirl, came back. The weird thing was Dead Man. Dead Man came back. Took a mask off because yeah. Dead Man is all, that's his thing is he's dead. But like the uh, the well, what's 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 the Flash's Captain Boomerang. No, well, that was that was Digger or whatever. They oh, got the uh, reverse flash, Professor reverse Zoom. flash, Professor yeah, Zoom. Yeah, uh, airport. Uh, Hawk, Hawk comes back and he's just pissed. Mm-hmm. Um, and Robert, then Robert, wherever something. John the, Jones, the, the first, the the fire, the firestorm. That the original died. Ronnie Fire, Ronnie he, but he still has that guy's head in his head, which was weird. But like, because I, I read one, two issues of Blackest or uh, Brightest Day, 
I had no idea what was going on, but I do know that it focused on the fact that Aquaman tried to go back to his life, and when he tried to summon like a squid to like break up an illegal whaling operation, he he summons like an undead squid, and it comes up and it kills all the guys, and he loses control of it. And it's like, the whole thing is like he's still like when he looks down the ocean, he still sees the Black Lantern version of himself. So there was something about that. I never finished reading it though because I didn't care. Jaded characters, <laughs> grit. I thought it was kind of interesting, kind of to go back a little bit on Blackest Night, how uh, Dead Man, I, I guess because he is, well, dead. Um, His body comes back, but he... Yeah, he was like kind of, he, he had gotten amongst the uh, the Black Lanterns. Uh, Chilling. Yeah, and he was like, like he was like doing recon work. He was like, all right, guys, this is what I found out so far. You got to get away. All Bounce right, now, get away now, get away now. Yeah. And it was like, oh, that's right, because you're dead. Yeah. That's like your thing. So you can like <laughs> that's your be thing. dead. That's all you've got. Yeah, that's all you got. But it like it, it like he. It, I thought it was cool how they had him serve a purpose. Like, oh yeah, that's right, he is dead. So he could still be dead, but you know, like kind of be in control right. of himself and like still communicate to us what he found. I, I, I kind of liken it to the Adam and how the Adam shrunk and then went into the Black Lantern rings and was looking around. He's like, I haven't seen <coughs> stuff like this before. This is different. And then he's able to pop out of another one. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. So I was like, okay, cool. They're, I just really liked how they utilized, even how they utilized, uh, yeah, what's the dude who was like blocking the signals? when oh, Radio uh, Wave. Yeah, yeah, when John Stewart was trying to send. Uh, e- even, even as... The small things were nice. Yeah, exactly. Like, details. It, like, yeah, exactly. They, they went into the details. They were pulling... Out all the stops, and we can tell that. And that maybe they should have left a few of the stops in there. But the important thing is, is that you know, they, yeah, they went into the detail. They tried to pull out the smallest, most minute thing and add it in. And that's that's really cool when 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 people do that. Well, I think the the to that point, like the to get the emotional reaction from some people to bring up those random events that happened in DC history, right? To get that emotional reaction, like someone comes back and is like, "Oh, do you remember this?" And in all reality, that happened in like. The 70s. Exactly. And yeah. it might not have been that, you know, it, it just something that happened. But when you look back, you're like, oh, wow. Like, yeah. Like, all everything about the Adam and how he can't, you know, he can't get over the woman. And right. Right. A murderer. Like, yeah. Uh, it was. Yeah. That was, was dark. Yeah. It was really dark. Like, really that was, nice and that's what I, when I remember when, when you started rereading this. I remember that much. I hated the beginning of this story because it was so dark. Like, I didn't hate it. Like, it was it was well written and well drawn. Yeah. But it was it's, really gloomy. Though. Exactly. It yeah. brought you down. The beginning, I feel like, was a big foreshadow with that when they talked about all the lanterns and all the bad stuff they've been through. So, like, John Stewart and Kyle Rayner. All of their the loss. Folded. Except for Guy Garner. He yeah. was like, Guy, Guy's the only one that had a happy ending. because yeah, I like, thought we'd be jealous of Guy Garner. Yeah, right. Exactly. But the folded in the fridge thing, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah for yeah, Kyle. Whole that was bad. That. that was cool. And he lost, <laughs> that was like, cool. two women in a row, didn't he? Like, yeah. his girlfriend after that. And Jade. I think they had yeah. a thing going on. Okay. Yeah, Jade, who is Alan Scott's daughter. Mm-hmm. Right, the right, original right. Green the Lantern. original Green Lantern from yes. the... So it ends off, everyone lives, and... No, not everyone. Not well, everyone. not everyone. Like, okay. 12 people. People, people come back to, life. back to life. A lot of people stay dead. And then it ends off exactly where it began, with Hal and Barry not in their uniforms, looking at uh, Bruce Wayne's tombstone and concluding that it's not really him. They decided, yeah, cause, um, because there was... Because everyone with the ring remembered them, yeah. except Batman. Yeah, everyone, Batman did they, not. They reacted, and he exploded like <laughs> immediately <laughs> after, yeah. like, yeah. Like, yeah. like literally, like a few panels after he like he just let him go, like, and then he did, and he yeah. blew up. And then, and they were talking about that. They were like, "Wait, why did Batman explode? He was the only one that just exploded." Yeah, yeah. Why didn't he recognize? Okay, so, yeah. so they concluded that. I actually thought it was a really cool. One of the things that I like about DC is the way that the way that the focus, especially on the details you're talking about, are the details of Flash. 
the way that in a panel they show him like constantly moving they show him like he is looked and he reacts in the same panel like yeah. he's like looking and he's like yelling at someone and then he like he, but he's also look simultaneously looking back over his shoulder like with a with a worried look on his face yeah consistently and the way, there's like two two there's, of them. yeah there's two or three like of him, him like always because he's always constantly going and I like, like the conversation that he and Hal had about um like kind of <sighs> Hal life yeah yeah just kind of being hasty and then but Hal was living life as if it was his first day and then. Like Barry was living, he's living like his last. Yeah, and he's like, "That's you're, you're, that's why you're you don't stop moving." Yeah, you're, you're you're afraid that if you stop, you know X Y Z. And I was like, "Wow, that was really cool." I also like how um, when they were running running away from the uh, rings, mm-hmm. um, how uh, Barry he's like, "I ran us two seconds into the future just to get Both away from those things." Yeah, I was like, "Dang, he so, is the Flash." So speaking of favorite parts, that would be our next part here. Oh, less oh. than ideal segue. Less than ideal. I need a cosmetic treadmill to make a better segue. No. Oh, good call. There you go. Nice. <laughs> so favorite favorite scene. Favorite, favorite part. Panel, favorite scene. Favorite what uh, is this in stereo? Curtis did his. <laughs> Was that yours, or do you have another one? Um, no, I, he's going to take all of our favorite parts. That's true. It's okay. be like, we'll come, come back like around to me because I, 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 I did have another favorite. Yeah, let's start with you, too. I like my, the one I like was, uh, I think it was the first issue or the second issue where the rings are starting to infest all the heroes of Earth, um, and that goes to the graves of Hawk and Dove, and it immediately gets Hawk, it goes to Dove, and it's like being stopped, and it's and it like, he's at peace. rest in peace, yeah, at peace. Um, and I just thought that was really cool how he is like he's at peace and there's no way to resurrect somebody who died peacefully who's done like that and the new dove ended up being really instrumental in uh helping Mm. defeat a lot of the black lanterns because of all the life force quality light that she was shining off so i thought that was a really cool one i like you want me to go yes so what i loved is um initially when the uh the glow squad um, gets together. I call the glow squad. That's the, oh, the lanterns. Yeah. The lanterns. When there's a representative of each lantern core get together, and they realize that it's not enough. They they need their respective cores with them to be able to defeat the black lanterns. Um, Ganthet, one of the guardians, is basically like, "Oh, BT Dubs, in oh, a time damn. of need, all of your rings can deputize uh, can deputize for 24 hours one member of your core." And they're all and like Atrocitus is like you have not touched our and he's like yeah no they all do it because they're all based on Owen technology <coughs> and he uh, and the rings also like duplicated themselves they, they, talk they about duplicate how can, and like, they get on and they choose someone yeah and so Ganthet puts it on and I thought it was cool because he welcomes himself to the core right like, everyone else like it's like welcome to the core he's like I welcome myself because I'm a freaking guardian yeah bad mold. and then and the I love that it core. goes and it goes and finds like because um, uh, oh because that point. Um, Wonder Woman is a Black Lantern, yeah. but she has so much love for Earth that the Star Sapphire ring goes to her and basically breaks the Black Lantern ring. Well, she had to them. choose. She had to choose, and she chooses Earth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Mara is just so pissed and angry that she becomes the Red Lantern. Yeah. Lex Luthor is the greediest motherfucker, <laughs> so he gets the orange <laughs> ring. Yeah. Even though Larflees is so pissed because he's like, what, what? No, that's my, that's my ring because he has all of the power. Jonathan <laughs> Crane gets the Sinestro Core ring. Because he, he's, yeah, because he, he's clearly, the, like, I, that, that, and I love when he's like looking for fear and Azrael just screams in his face and he doesn't react and Azrael just keeps walking because he gets no emotional reaction. And he's just like I'm like the only thing that scares him is being chased, being chased by Batman. Yeah, and he and actually so, wanted Batman back. Yeah. He was like I need the bat to come back. He was trying to find ways to torture people, yeah, to just to get him back. Yeah, uh, and then obviously um, the Adam shows great compassion, and the Flash has the ability to instill hope. 
Yep. And they so they all become members of that core and are they're a little bit more effective until they can get the rest of the cores there. Which I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That was pretty rad. I told I stole your thing. What are you gonna do? I was totally pissed. However, I'm just gonna add on that. Lex Luthor, God, the guy that just messes everything up. I'm just, I don't know. I was, I was reading that. And that was the only part I was like, fizz, like seriously irritated, because like everything was going so well. All of a sudden, I was like, I did all the rings, all of the. I was just like, oh come. On. That means the writing was really good, because if it actually got yeah. emotion out of you, like that means that they wrote that really well. I was so irritated. I was just like, Lex, you just need to, you just need to stop. Yeah, just all stop. the Lex Luthors, like from all the Earths, always mess something up. We can go back to earlier. Always earlier. Infinity crises. Crises. Is that is that is that your favorite? Is it Lex Luthor was a jerk? No. Well, so my favorite part was the part when all the rings came out, and then it chose who to get because you know, like Flash became the Indigo, or no, he came the Hope. Flash was Hope. Hope. Um, But I guess a really cool part that I liked in the tie-in was reading the parts of the Book of the Black. Was uh, at the end of every article where it kind of talks about um, William Hand and how his like life was and how he's a really just messed up person um so it kind of gives you some more background about that character and how like demented he was before these events were and then now it's like okay now i guess i understand why he would be like the herald of the black lanterns mm-hmm. so uh it's pretty cool and then I, it's funny how he got, totally got his just desserts and he became an indigo uh, he's, he's like a prisoner indigo but also tri- an indigo tribe member yeah, yeah. we learn about them later knock knock leck Nick, 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 Lock. Let's go, let's go. Nanu, Nanu. Okay. Yep. All right. And, okay. So I did kind of already talk about my part, but um, I pulled up the actual panel because I posted it in our TCC thread. It was the one where um, Hal and uh, Barry first start running. And uh, since I have it, I'll just read it because it's right here. Um, The black rings have have new (coughs) targets. That's what Hal says. And then Barry's like, I noticed. Hal says, and they're fast. <laughs> and then Barry says, I noticed that too. And then it's a paddle, panel of him full frontal, really up close. And it says, but I'm faster. And that's when he jets them two seconds into the future to get away from the rings. And then you just see a panel of the rings and it's like connection severed because they couldn't, they couldn't follow him anymore. They're, he was he's breaking sound barriers and ish. If I can have a small subsection favorite part. You got 30 seconds. Yeah, when thirty seconds, when Wally came in and they were deciding like what's going to happen, bad news, good news, bad news, good news. That was pretty good. And then you get, you get seniority. Yeah, you get seniority, and then you're done. That was pretty. Don't, funny. don't call me grandpa. I'm from the 31st century. You are grandpa. Yeah. That was pretty cool. <laughs> that, that was pretty was, funny. I like. I like. I always like the the conversation between multiple flashes because they're always just so spastic. They're entertaining. So at the end of um, what did Blackest we read? Night? Blackest night. Blackest That's night. what we read. Uh, when Barry and Hal are talking at the grave. Um, Necron's defeated. He was the one that was creating all these ties for all the heroes to come back from the dead. Um, they think that coming back from the dead is done. No more coming back from the dead. People are dead. Um, so right now I just wanted to open it up to what you guys think about this whole heroes returning from the dead, what it does for comics. I, at first thought, it's like, well, I mean, at this point, these days, you know, after so many of them have been dying and coming back for decades, I mean, what, Superman's died like five times now? I remember like super duper old school when like Lex Luthor tricked him into being his friend and made him lay down on this table and like shot like a kryptonite ray at him and he died. Like, and that was like super duper old school. I don't know. Anyway, it at, at this point, when I first hear about it, it's now it's kind of not like a shocker anymore. It doesn't have the same shock value as it as it used to. 
And now it's like after someone is so popular, just like the death of Wolverine, it's like what else can we do but kill them off? And then when they're that important, you can't leave them dead for that long. So we all know that they're going to come back in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I, on the flip side, though, what I will say is they generally <coughs> handle it uh, pretty tastefully and creatively. I mean, at this point, I'm always just kind of curious how they're going to have someone come back for the dead. And they've been pretty creative with, you know, not having it be the exact same way every time. So I give them kudos to that because I think, you know, in in that situation, I know I'm not a comic book writer, but I think I would have difficulty making such a like a, a thing that's very common at this point still be interesting in how how we bring them back. Because I don't know. I don't, I don't even think how they die to me isn't really as interesting as how they end up bringing them back. Hmm. That's 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 my thoughts on it. Well, I think when you when you it's a it's a testament to your character when no one can get over it and everyone is like it's it sells books and it's you know it's an amazing, you know, part of the story when the character dies, but then it's like okay. That was all well and fun. Give give me Captain America back. Right. Give me Wolverine back. Give me Superman back. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like that's <clears throat> there was a lot of a lot of death and from a lot of characters early on, but I feel like the, the in my, at least in my memory, the biggest one that was like, whoa, they killed somebody, and then they were just like, eh, gotcha. we're going to bring it back. And that just started that whole trend was Superman. Because right. Superman being killed by Doomsday, it turns out he had just basically, you know, he was going to be resurrected by Kryptonian technology and all this other... <laughs> and I feel like that, it was like, DC took a huge gamble, and it mm-hmm. paid off. Right. Then they went back on it. And it was kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, like you're talking about, like the 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 way they bring them back is almost sometimes more important than the way they die. Yeah. Case in point, Captain America, the way they mm. killed him, you know, crazy. Right. But the way they bring him back was also really interesting. Yeah. This idea that that the Red Skull was going to pull him, you know, forward in time, push out his personality, and then put his personality in there, yeah. and accidentally brings him back and doesn't realize his willpower. And so he's able to beat him. Like, mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. But it's not. Again, it, it was you know the way they brought him back versus the way they killed him, and again the 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 iconicism is right. the word of the character. Sure. We'll make it a word. Can I can I mail this down a little bit? You're just no. talking about characters, right? Anybody? Because I feel also with these superheroes, um, you know, it's kind of like a prerequisite to become a superhero is that you lose someone. And that you go through pain and loss, and what would happen if these characters? I think we talked about it in another uh, podcast, but what would happen if these characters they never lost their parents or they never saw their loved one die? And I think these are the more important deaths because then, obviously, like Peter Parker, Gwen Stacy, you know, and Ben Parker, everything like that. So the whole idea of losing someone and how important it is to have responsibility of your power, you know, Hal Jordan and you know Kyle Rayner both definitely know how that feels with losing someone close to you, even if they're not dead, but just losing someone. And so, I mean, with these characters that are dead, that are just minor characters, but they're so pivotal to the characters' like story arc. I feel is, I I like those a lot more, just because um, I believe I know this might be a bad subject up, but like Spider Man's uh, Brand New Day, um, it was right after the events of Back in Black. Um, he wore the black suit because Kingpin hired some assassin to shoot Mary Jane, uh, Aunt, to shoot him, but then ended up missing him and shooting Aunt May. Aunt May ends up going to the hospital. They don't know if he's gonna li- she's gonna live or not. And um, Mephistopheles, Mephistopheles, that one, I have my autocorrect here. Um, tells him to he can, oh, all cool. He can, Raish, um, could do a brand new day, but then brings everyone back. But then it totally resets the clock. So the Mephisto? 
Mephistopheles. Mephistopheles. Um, turns back the clock and, you know, to your point of how they get brought back to life, Spider-Man, he doesn't, at this point in the comic books, he doesn't have to use the canisters. Mm-hmm. But then with the brand new day, they go back. So he has to use the canisters. Him and Mary Jane aren't married. And mm-hmm. Aunt May's all well and fine. Right. So that kind of like reset clock stuff. A lot like Black, uh, Blackest Night can kind of, you know, you just have to see where they go with that afterwards. Mm-hmm. Especially with the whole idea of with Aquaman seeing a dead version of himself. So it's, I think, to your point, it's how, how they bring him back. But what happens afterwards? Because it's like, okay, we did it. Now what? So, I mean, with Superior Spider-Man, you know, Peter Parker has always been alive. His his consciousness has always been alive. But then the release of the new comic book where Peter's back, what are they going to do with that? So That's after the events of Superior. Because I think he he finds a way, right? To do what? To take Auk out. Uh, Dr. Octopus, like, voluntarily left. Because he realized that he could not... Have all... Yeah, handle things the way that Peter Parker could. That Peter Parker could handle them better. So... He chose death, basically, at that point. Hmm. Um, the Spider-Verse uh, Superior Spider-Man 32 is like a fraction of a second um, before that, like a couple issues before that where there's this time portal that opens up. He gets sucked into it for a second, and that's where all of his adventures start. So we're... <clears throat> yeah, it's all bleeding out from there. Hmm. Retcon. Yeah, I think I think that that was a that was a really good one. It's interesting, yeah, the parallels between usually it's death, um, like you know that, that at some point in time that you know uh, inf- inspires you know this person, this kid, whatever, to take up justice at you know the mantle of justice and be a vigilante and try to look out for people. Um, but I, I, there there is one person that comes to mind just briefly just to touch on that because I know that that connection is us because at some point in time we either have or will experience some sort of loss usually the loss of someone whether they move away pass away whatever but um, what's really interesting and I think it's a good point and I think this is something that maybe we could look into a little bit more or you know the writers is it doesn't always have to be loss or death who everybody with the exception of me heralds as the best Robin was Tim Drake and he willfully just wanted to be Robin he didn't have uh, crazy lost. He came from a good home. Just a really, really kid who was on the top of his game and actually pursued Batman. So we we can we can find ways to make characters interesting. And him being the chief of the Robins, um, as far as who everybody looks at as the favorite and the best, I think it's a prime example of how we can get more creative with it and we can find other ways to inspire people. People that don't need to experience loss, but just think, hey, this is the right thing to do, and that's why I'm going to do it. I didn't lose anything. I'm just looking at it, and I want to do this because it's right. I'm going to play devil's advocate on that just because there is going to be that one person if we, you know, one day when we become super famous with this podcast, mm-hmm. he's going to say, what about Booster Gold? He has no real, like, you know, affinity to be, to be a superhero other than just become famous and, you know. I think I think that's good, too. Booster I mean, it does, Gold sucks. Right. Well, See, exactly. So, I mean, you have one character who could really definitely, like, yeah, Robin. He's a you know, prime example of, like, you don't have to have someone die to become a superhero. Booster Gold. Oh, I just stole a thing and went back in time. Right. How about let's talk about you want to talk about a character afflicted or affected by death afflicted by death if you're afflicted by death you're dead pretty much if you're affected by death let's talk about Thanos and his pursuit of death Dang. death is his courting. mistress he's courting death he wants death, death is a anything, hot mama but death will never take him every time he dies she's playing she hard forces to get. him back and he is the avatar of death in our universe right which is interesting at this point uh, I think Thanos this whole thing is. It's. I don't even think it's so much that he's interested in death. I think it's kind of more of the whole 
um, pursuing thing. I think he just doesn't like rejection. And he's so <laughs> used to, to being in control of everything around him that he just can't stand, that he can't control death. this one yeah, entity, death. Well, how about that one, The you know when he gets the Infinity Gauntlet and at, um, Warlock? What's his first name? Adam, Adam, Adam Warlock. Warlock, yeah. Um, and who was it? Someone tricks him to say, like, hey, make yourself more vulnerable so that the Avengers can actually take you on. He's like, okay, fine. And then Adam Warlock ends up, or so Thanos ends up killing every single member of the Avengers one by one, ending off finally with Captain America. And then Adam Warlock ends up getting the Infinity Gauntlet, reversing everything back to normal in that same issue, which is like, so everyone literally died, and then you brought everyone back in the same issue, which is like really yeah. freaking crazy. So I mean, like, death is relative almost. Yeah, it's always there. And again, the the main thing is we we're, we we are human beings writing these stories, and one of the things again to Black Hands point in there is that at some point in time we will all come to that day Jesus, this is getting gloomy isn't it well yeah. we're all gonna die very and- existential <laughs> well existential you know, what's up he is the segue to a not even to a fault but just to the T if that was a lantern ring T-fault. segways that's, that'd be his power it'd be the <laughs> if be, I could my the gray people. lanterns the gray lanterns uh, power like just old people <laughs> cruising on sideways the second you get the ring you get like the mr fantastic little go. gray I'm hairs wrinklies <laughs> oh my gosh and you oh. said seg- you actually you ride on a segway and you segway a lot right well i guess to wrap it all up yes we will all experience death you know personally professionally gosh this is gloomy but wait does that mean you're an assassin just, if you're professionally? Yes. Okay, good. Exactly. But the whole point of The Blackest Night or what ended up, what ended up being the resolution to everything was that people choosing life. And we're here right now, and we're not dead in this very second. We're all alive. And that's what we have to choose. We have to choose to stay positive. We don't need to focus on death. Preach uh, it, baby. Preach. There we go. <laughs> well, let me tell you, like it <laughs> says in the book. The Church the, of the Crusaders. The gospel. That's, that's right. Um, but let's just keep that all in mind. That you know, We're here. We're enjoying our comics. We're enjoying our lives. And we're enjoying being capeless crusaders. And that's how we're going to end it tonight. Well, yeah. Actually, oh, that's gonna, how we're almost going to end We're going to try something Drew. new tonight. Oh, <gasps> um, Because one of our oh, crusaders um, has this tendency to like to ramble about things. Indeed. Um, or go back to something we might have touched on already. I don't um, you know what that sucks? That's not fair. So, Who is this? So we're going to give somebody a couple minutes to just rant about whatever. Oh, nice. Um, so take it away, Tom. That is me. At Tall, Dark, Not Ugly. If you didn't notice, the Rambler himself. Take, rambling take powers. Take a deep uh, Ace Ventura <sighs> breath and just let it all out. Okay, cool. Uh, so right. let's get this started. Um, so with rant, you know, usually me and Steve's double team the whole movie ideas and everything like that. And you know, we're talking about Blackest Night. We're talking about death. We're talking about life. We're talking about choosing life and death. Um, one character that we did not actually touch up on a lot was Hawkman and Hawkgirl, and the whole idea of um, reincarnation. And the really cool thing that um, Necron, the Black Lanterns, everyone was all talking about was that how um, death catches up to you. Death claimed you. You cheated death. You know, death is going to come back. And, you know, these people who are destined to, you know, find each other. And in the beginning of the main, you know, first issue, they're talking about, like, how they, you know, he loves her. She has no memories of him. And he, she doesn't want to let destiny control their love. Um, however, you know, every time they die, they get reincarnated and they have to bound, they have to find themselves. So 
if we're thinking about a movie, that would definitely be a great way of starting that arc is that you have two characters who are, you know, bound, you know, through space and time to actually fall in love or be together and die together. And the cool thing, or even, you you could say the morbid thing was that um, before they have to actually, you know, before they profess their love, death always catches up with them before that happens, which is a really sad, you know, kind of like Shakespearean kind of romance, tragedy. Uh, so if we were thinking about doing a movie, you know, everyone's thinking about doing the, you know, everyone's talking about the Marvel Universe and we're talking about the DC Universe. If we have a way to bring Blackest Night to the big screen, this would be the way. Because then once you introduce the Hawkman character and, I don't know, you show like just an origin story of them dying and how they were in their past lives or just even beginning of Thanagar, how they were there. And then the sequel or like the phase, whatever you want, where they have the tie-in between them and Justice League. Then you do the next movie with Black Blackest Night, which would be totally awesome. Which I think it would work. I think Barry and I had a conversation about that. He's not looking at me; he's actually just admiring my shirt. I guess you know, or down the long table in the hallway of our the hallway of the Crusaders. This isn't a discussion. This is you ranting. This is me ranting. I guess we can chime in if we want. Oh, no one told me that. Five minutes of Tom. Five minutes of me is a long time. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) Minute man, baby. Either, either everyone's getting off or everyone's falling asleep. <laughs> that is my superpower. Anyways, um, so I mean, yeah, I guess we'll do three minutes of me. But what do you guys think about that? That whole idea with Hawkman, Hawkgirl. I wasn't listening to you. Okay, so I'm not going to ramble about that again. You don't need to hear <laughs> I, that. I liked it because in the end, it, it was uh, Shaira who came back from the dead. It wasn't Kendra, Kendra. who was the current Hawkgirl. It was Shaira who was the one before that. Who they ended up falling in love, and now that people can't die again, or no, sorry. People can't come back to life. Whatever. Maybe they'll actually have a chance at it. But then they rebooted New 52, so whatever. In the end, yeah, everything that happened again. did not matter. Yep. Well, death wasn't coming after him anymore death. at this point. So, right. I mean, that's a really cool concept as well. I think I'm going to take back the mic. Uh, that death comes after you. You know, we've I'll seen it in... <laughs> we've seen it in Final Destination. And I mean, there's a TV series I will not mention that has this exact same kind of correlation where, like, in a universe where someone can't die, there has to be an equalizing effect where everyone can die. So, I mean, the whole idea of death and how it comes after you is really freaking cool. So, hopefully they do something with that. Tom. Tom. That is some BS, guys. You gotta, you gotta sheep yourselves after all this. Yeah, don't worry about that. That's your thing. Even if we didn't, like, even if we disagreed with you or if we agreed with you, we're still going to do that. Yeah. That's just yeah. a thing. That's what we're calling the segment. That's Because we're, we're, we're now a wacky, oh, wacky, wacky, oh. Oh, wacky radio DJ show full of sound effects. Wow. So it's not ugly down there. That about wraps up our conversation that, of Blackest Night. That wraps up our That wraps up our conversation of Blackest Night. Wrap um, it up, yo. So uh, what are we going to be talking about next time, Drew? Next time, we're going to be talking about Spider-Man. Spider-Man. He's, he's kind of cool. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Our friendly neighborhood And Spider-Man. he deserves he deserves a little bit of little bit of fluffing up cuz the amazing Spider-Man 2 sucked. Spider-Man. It didn't suck. It just wasn't that it good. It just did not suck. Yeah. That's true. He's okay. It, it wasn't that good. So it's still a good story. Yeah, no, no. It Sp- got a little weird. Spider-Man is still Spider-Man's a good character and He's he a great character. I feel like if not, most kids actually identify with Spider-Man more than nope. Superman or Batman because nope. he's, he started out as a kid. Nope. And he's on every single backpack I've ever seen on nope. a kid. You nope. see a lot of kids, don't you? I do see a lot of kids. <laughs> we need to have a conversation. Jesus. All dark, not ugly. White thing I got the Snapchat, though. 
Oh goodness! The here's the thing. Here's the thing. Batman we, comes we, breaking we, in. Yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> we, we, next, the next episode, it's going to be we're going to come in here, and that guy from To Catch a Predator is going to be in here, and right. he's like, "Tom, have a seat." <laughs> Dog, the bounty hunter's like, "Hey, seat. Tom." Like, yeah, oh, we're just going to be like, "Dressed up as great. Lobo." They're actually like, going to be on the episode. We're going to record the part when they're there. Or if I'm not here, you'll know why I'm in prison. Pretty much, and we'll be collecting. We'll be doing some sort of Kickstarter collection to try to. Bail you out. Nah, no, 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 no. We're not gonna waste the money. No. Okay, should we so, just tell him that he's from LA so that way they can just ship him where he's going? There you go. There you go. Fair enough. So we're also gonna talk about uh, the Spider Verse, like Spider-Man. I talked about earlier, because mm. that's kicking off soon. So we'll see all the different Spider Peoples from different universes. Nice. Would it be right? Would it be uh, safe be, to say? Be, imagine the Batman Palooza with the Spider Man Spinanza. Except we're not going to do three episodes. Of yeah. that. No, 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 no. Just one yeah. giant. Yeah, the spider, spider getting, love galore, web slinging everywhere. He's getting one amazing podcast. I'm web squirting, sure I'm not here for the web. Canisters will be empty by the end. Of the All hour. right, so <laughs> so yeah. Uh, as always, webby, sticky white. We are we are the Capeless Crusaders. <laughs> My <laughs> name is David Barry at the, Dr Barry. The sticky, the sticky. This is Tom at Tall Dark Not Ugly. The sticky. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is uh, Curtis at Existential Romeo and also at Calm Down Warning on Twitter. I am Drew McClintic uh, at DrewJMC, also signing off for Anthony Steves, the Azorian one, and the Jamie Burgess. No sign off for at me. At the Jamie Burgess. His Ex- name is Jamie Burgess. Like Excelsior, kids. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Check us out on YouTube, by the way. We have vlogs up now. Like, comment, subscribe. Love you.